This is the fourth Sunday of Lent, also known as Lateri Sunday. And you're listening to the Gospel of the Lord and the homily of Reverend Angelo Satino, pastor of Nativity of Our Lord Parish in Warminster, Pennsylvania. from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Tax collectors and sinners were all drawing near to listen to Jesus. But the Pharisees and scribes began to complain, saying, This man welcomes sinners and eats with them. So to them, Jesus addressed this parable. A man had two sons, And the younger son said to his father, Father, give me the share of your estate that should come to me. So the father divided the property between them. After a few days, the younger son collected all his belongings and set off to a distant country where he squandered his inheritance on a life of dissipation. When he had freely spent everything, a severe famine struck that country and he found himself in dire need. So he hired himself out to one of the local citizens who sent him to his farm to tend the swine. And he longed to eat his fill of the pods on which the swine fed, but no one gave him any. Coming to his senses, he thought, how many of my father's hired workers have more than enough food to eat? But here I am, dying from hunger. I shall get up and go to my father, and I shall say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I no longer deserve to be called your son. Treat me as you would treat one of your hired workers. So he got up, went back to his father. While he was still a long way off, his father caught sight of him and was filled with compassion. He ran to his son, embraced him, and kissed him. His son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I no longer deserve to be called your son. But his father ordered his servants quickly, bring the finest robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Take the fattened calf and slaughter it. Then let us celebrate with a feast, because this son of mine was dead and has come to life again. He was lost and has been found. Then the celebration began. Now the older son had been out in the field, and on his way back, as he neared the house, he heard the sound of music and dancing. He called one of the servants and asked what this might mean. The servant said to him, Your brother has returned, and your father has slaughtered the fattened calf because he has him back safe and sound. He became angry, and when he refused to enter the house, his father came out and pleaded with him. He said to his father in reply, Look, all these years I served you, and not once did I disobey your orders. Yet you never gave me even a young goat to feast on with my friend. But when your son returns, who swallowed up your property, with prostitutes, 
For him you slaughter the fattened calf. He said to him, My son, you are here with me always. Everything I have is yours. But now we must celebrate and rejoice. Because your brother was dead and has come to life again, he was lost and has been found. The Gospel of the Lord. Sometimes when we talk in church and give our homilies, people will say, Father, you're preaching to the choir, which means the choir is always here, so why are you speaking to them about these issues? But even the choir sometimes needs to have a moment of grace to wake up. And so I say to you who are here today, do you believe in God? Do you believe in God? Sometimes we do things over and over and over, and they become so routine and mechanical, they don't bring us the grace that they should. And so every once in a while, we have to stop dead in our tracks and ask ourselves, what do we believe? If we believe in God, then what does he look like? If we believe in God, do we bow in awe before him for giving us life, for giving us guidance and strength, for being with us in joys and sorrows? If we believe in God, do we understand that it is his opinions that count and not ours? If we believe in God, do we recognize our need for his mercy? If we believe in God, do we know that when this temporary journey is done, we will meet him face to face? And what he has in store for us, won for us by the paschal mystery of Jesus Christ, that's what will begin. So do you believe in God? My brothers and sisters, we are celebrating at the request of our Holy Father a jubilee year of mercy. To celebrate God's mercy in our lives. In order for this celebration to be meaningful to us, we have to open ourselves up to God's mercy. We have to recognize our need for that mercy. And we must rejoice and celebrate a mercy that for us human beings is unimaginable. Even good people fail in recognizing and appreciating God's mercy in two ways. Presumption and despair. Neither one sent by God. It's our human mentality. So how do we celebrate God's mercy and appreciate it 
if we ne never recognize we need it. We live in a world today that basically says everything's okay. And I always say, well, that's why people don't believe. That's why people don't pray. That's why people don't attend Mass. Because if nothing is wrong, if nothing is a sin, then we don't need a Savior. And for many people in the world today, we decide the right and wrong of it all. We become God. When was the last time you went to confession and confessed your sins? When was the last time you looked at yourself honestly before God and said, have mercy on me, a sinner? That world out there doesn't do it much. But we who come here to celebrate the sacraments and receive God's grace, we have to ask ourselves that. If we believe in God, then we know in his sight we are broken and sinful and in need of his mercy. So presumption is everything I do is fine, nothing is wrong, I have no need of God's mercy. And then we have despair. Despair is where no matter how many times we go to confession, no matter how we pray, no matter how hard we try to be good people, we never think we deserve God's love or mercy. There's always something wrong with us. As a confessor, one of the most difficult situations to deal with in confession is a person who's scrupulous. You have the opposite with presumption. I'm wonderful, and God knows it. Despair is, nothing I do is right, and God will never love me. And so I doom myself to hell. A human mentality, not what God has revealed to us through Jesus. So either way, we don't accept, we don't avail ourselves of God's mercy. We either think we don't need it, or we're not worthy of it. And if you worship a God of either of those two points of view, presumption or despair, I would think he doesn't mean a whole lot to you. Because that's not who God is. My brothers and sisters, the gospel today about the prodigal son and the father welcoming him with great compassion and joy is how God looks at us when we acknowledge our need for his mercy and we accept it because it comes from him and his abounding love for us. So do you open yourself up to recognizing your need for that mercy? And when you receive it, do you celebrate? God is not a human being who holds grudges. God is not someone who thinks we're bad. God is not someone who is unforgiving. So 
as we prepare to celebrate the Paschal mystery, Christ's suffering, death, and resurrection. Ask yourself, do you believe in God? And who and what was that sacrifice for?